Splinters of Jade is a thriller podcast and may contain material not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is a Listening to Splinters of Jade, the Legend of the Five Rings role playing game actual play podcast. Your game master is Chris Garvey. So you think I'm some delicate flower that needs protection then? Cooney Guru is played by Bill Richardson. Richardson inspect his visually, it's starting to get very paranoid. Kitsuki Akira is played by Steve Lanslow Bartolome. Not really good at affairs of the heart. And Yogo Sojimo is played by Bren Thorson. Ooh, hand holding, how lewd. Now, on with our show. You've had some time to clean up and have dinner. Uh, Kuniguru has made plans with Toritaka Koyu to have a stroll after dinner but when he returns to the room you guys see two folded up pieces of paper one with Kuniguru's name on it the other with Katsuki Akira's okay. they're folded identically are you opening them up take, to take a look yeah I'll Open minds up. Rude's going to inspect his visually. He's starting to get very paranoid. Is, is there anything obvious that might uh, catch his eye? Uh, nothing in particular. Uh, it's just folded up where we'll need to do a little tug to pull it apart. Uh, Kitsuki Akira opens his up and finds the following haiku. Smell of old paper. Our story is written down stirring in my chest. I've also included that in the general chat. Okay, general chat's open to everybody. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. It'll mean nothing to people who look there. I know. Uh, I'll put it in game rolls. <laughs> yeah. Smell of old paper. Our story is written down, stirring in my chest. And that is uh, Kit- Akira's. That is Akira's haiku. Gru will open his once he sees that there's nothing Obviously, suspect with it. After I open mine and I'm not not killed, so. He finds the following haiku. The birds fly up high like a heart in winter's bloom. Flower for one night. Rue's going to smell the the paper, see if there's any scents coming off of it. No, no real scent. It smells like paper and ink. I'm assuming Yogo Sojabo is going to be peeking over their shoulders. Uh, yeah. I would like to make a composition check to figure these out because I think I got I may be wrong with what Akira's is because I may just be paranoid. <laughs> well, the first thing you notice, you don't even have to do a roll for this unless you really want to, yeah. uh, is that it's written in the same hand. Both of these haikus are written in the same hand. Yes, I, I figured as much. Um, yeah, I'd like to figure out any hidden meanings. Um so that would be probably an air uh, comp- composition. 
Yeah, I'm going to hide the TN on this. Okay, so I do get a void point. I've been wondering how I can apply that. I'm not going to spend it right now. Um, uh, okay, that's that's good. Okay, so that's two successes and an opportunity. And three strife. And three strife, yes. <laughs> Shoot, what can I do with that opportunity? Think, 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 think. Uh, do you mind if I use the scholar's uh, opportunity for this? Go right ahead. Uh, learn something about the person who created or used the item you are studying. <laughs> Sounds very appropriate. Yeah. All right. Uh, you can tell that just from the handwriting itself that this person seems very learned. Uh, they are, you know, clearly educated and have spent a lot of time probably either reading and or writing. Okay. As far as hidden meaning, uh, clearly something for uh, Katsuki Akira's is something about stories is kind of the main theme of it. And that yeah. uh, the idea of the smell of the old paper, it's a very fleeting smell as it'll go away as you get used to it. So it's that short period of time. And that short period of time is also mentioned in Kuniguru's Flower for One Night. And you notice that birds fly up high being the first line is kind of the impetus of what is written down here. So something about birds. Mm. Actually thinking like a heart in winter's bloom, flower for one night. I immediately thought of um, Toritaka Koyo, Koyuo. Uh, however you pronounce that. But this is not her handwriting. Yeah, it's not her handwriting, but I'm thinking this might pertain to her. Yeah, this think... is interesting for the statements. When I was talking with Asako Yume, she was... We talked a bit about birds and as we were looking out and flying. And here I have a haiku that discusses birds. The flowering for one night, I kind of have an issue with but like like in a heart in winter's bloom flower for one night that has me curious as to what she's meaning by that because i do believe this is osako-san's writing i cannot prove it because i do not know her handwriting yes that does make sense because while i was talking with um yume-san i was talking about stories a particular story that she felt rather passionate about within a uh, pillow book stirring in my chest does uh does fit what we discussed she and i discussed the book as well but i did not think much of it i do not know the guru is he paces over to the soji door that heads out into the courtyard and opens it up to get some air coming in or or the window whichever whatever we have actually in this room uh you have windows okay so he'll open the window he'll and he'll lean on the window looking out at the uh the night air contemplating he does look he does look down as well just uh even though he's looking out he's also keeping his eye out on stuff to make sure that nothing's going on that shouldn't be nothing seems out of place uh you do hear a rap at the Shoji door leading from the hallway. Uh, I'll answer it. Uh, when you slide it open, uh, Toritaka Koyu is there wearing a fairly nice kimono. Oh, uh, 
I thought this was Kuni-san's room. It is. It it is. He's currently in the courtyard. No, no, he's entering the room. He's oh, looking okay. out the window. <clears throat> no, no, it it is. Um, we patrol together, and we generally like to stay together. We are good friends. Um, actually, um, uh, Yogo-san. Uh, if we could discuss something in the other room, I think I have a um, haiku I need to uh, reply to. Yes. Uh, Sai, uh, would you care to join us? I actually have something I want to talk with Sai about. So, <laughs> Yes, Yogo-sama. So as Guru heard Rio's voice, he turned around with a, a smile on his face and doesn't have to... Ask Ojibwe and Akira to leave. They do it on their own. But he... Yeah, we know you well enough. But he's, as they're leaving, he motions for Yuyo. He's like, please sit. We can talk. He looks to be happy to see her again. Oh, are, are you ready for our walk? Is she? Yes. Yes, I am. He did clean up. And he'll start heading out the door with her. And as we get out... Yo, Sojibo and Akira hear the Soji door close. Okay. They go off and walk in the courtyard for a while. We'll cut back to them later. Yogo-sama, you had something you wish to talk to me about? Uh, yes. Um, I would like you to have the day off tomorrow. And if you could spend some time getting to know the fellow Ronin in this uh at this winter court that would i i believe you should sh uh let's see i'm trying not to sh let's see i gotta think i'd like you to get to know ronin tochi's style see if it matches um any style that you recognize and if you could uh, keep me in on that that would be much appreciated yes you'll go because there's no way uh, uh ronin would talk to a shugenja <laughs> and be as candid as with an uh, as with an another ronin is there anything else no that that would that would be it you may return to your post for now uh just don't worry about me tomorrow i'll be spending most of my time in my room working on my book unless tomorrow's important i forget is tomorrow a day off uh tomorrow i think is court oh crap never mind well uh no tomorrow's a day off oh okay good yeah this is the day of the katamari contest so I, I I just was looking at that and I just couldn't remember. Um, yeah, I was looking at that as well. Yeah, the rats, 17th of the rats should be a day off, which is the yeah. Okay. All right, and we'll cut over to the courtyard. Guru, what was that paper you were holding when I came in? It appears that others wish to write haikus, though I worry because it is a bit how to put this delicately. I feel that it could be a threat. You can see but her lips I, get a little taut. Oh. But since I am not very wise on that, I can't say for certain. But it refers to birds, and your clan is the falcon. It does talk about the heart in winter. It only talks about for one night, blooming. I worry that it might be someone trying to threaten you. And would you protect me? With all that I can. And you notice that he shifts just a little to be able to protect her from any direction. And his eyes do look around more. So you think I'm some delicate flower that needs protection then? No. 
You are no delicate flower, but you are a flower within the wastes. And with that, she leans her head against your shoulder a little. Is she tall enough? Well, her head to get to your shoulder? Yes. Yeah. So top of the head. All right. Grew. Now, okay, Buell not knowing the social etiquette on this, he will... Guru will basically, well, in the in the U.S. we wrap our arm around. He'll do the similar, but in the the Japanese style, or the or the Rokugani style. But he does. Ooh, hand holding! How lewd! Yeah. <laughs> so, how have you been enjoying your time here? It has been tolerable. Some parts have been much better than others. And she looks up at you. He smiles a bit. I do know what you mean. Oh, being here at court, unfortunately for me, it is a little stifling. The company is most wanted, most desired. But the drudgery of staying in one spot all the time gets, it weighs on me. With everything that is going on in the Empire, the desire to protect those who cannot protect themselves is hard. I enjoy my time here, the time with my company, but I also look forward to being able to start traveling again, try and find that which is harmful to the Empire. It will be saddening at the same time to have to leave, but as a magistrate, having to travel is always a requirement. You can always travel to the Falconlands, spend some time there. It is my desire to travel that way to the Falconlands, but there are some things that need to be done first. Since we still have time at for court, winter court, I think I probably will get most of that done prior to any trip to Falconlands, as long as the Emerald Magistrate doesn't require me to go elsewhere. So if we can convince the Elemental Council and the Emperor to bring back the Jade Magistrates, things may change. And as he says Jade Magistrates, she can tell that he's got his eyes set on something. And would you put your name forth to be the Jade Champion then? I would not, or being the Jade Champion would put me at a position of... Politics. I cannot stand politics. <clears throat> I am a man of action. There are those out there that need to be found and destroyed to protect the Empire. The Jade Magistrate is a honorable position, but I do not think that I could do that it justice. I would not be able to stick around in one area, especially what would be needed to coordinate. A Jade Magistrate? Yes. Though... No. If age brings me to more of a settled position, then yes, I could see myself going towards becoming a the Jade Magistrate eventually. But for now, just having the or the Jade Champion. But for now, just having the Jade Magistrates back will go a long way to aid in the issues that we are having within the Empire. I know you see more of the spirits of the ancestors than of the kami. I am correct on that. Am I not, Chris? Yes. He's not. Okay. But the kami are out of balance. 
in many ways. And yes, the Shigenja work to try and bring them back into balance, but there isn't a overarching authority. Every clan has their own way of doing things, but no one's directing them to work together. We need that working together, just as the Emerald Magistrates work together. Yes, we may not always agree, but we work together for the law of the Empire. But it's we'll have to see, though. Unfortunately, my desires do not always coincide with the desires of those above me. What my about desire... the desires of those next to you? Well, I do not know what all the, the desires are of those next to me. And basically, Gru looks down and has a twinkle in his eye. It's getting late. Would you like to come to my room for some tea? It would be my honor and pleasure to join you for some tea. And we'll fade to black. Hello. Update for our Twitter contest to win Blood of the Lioness and Fields of Victory. The winner is... Nerd Explorer on Twitter. That's at Explorer underscore nerd. Please check your DMs and send me some shipping information where you would like it sent if you would still like it. Thank you to all who uh, entered. (laughs) So Kitsuki and I will be having a scene (laughs) about the... And I immediately, in the middle of a brush stroke, grab the paper from Katsuki Akira, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Do you want the whole palace to know of this by morning? And I rip it up. Oh, okay, yes. You must be subtle. You must, and also you must remember her own poem in in your response. So you're and Yoga just realizes he tore up the poem with the response, but no, this is a practice paper. We're not even writing on that yet. That's yes, yes. This is why I came to you for this. Uh, I am not really good at affairs of the heart. I mean, I've already found my love. Oh, wait, wait. Okay. You're the smell of old paper. Yeah. I'm the smell of old paper. Yeah. There we are. So. Probably scroll rolled up. Well, I can't. I can't do haikus. I'm not. I'm not as. Yes. Not as quick, but something to do with uh, a scroll rolled up and uh, a book put away or something like that, and the librarian returning home. <laughs> right. Uh, for the listeners, uh, we have determined that these haikus are probably soliciting a one night stand. And and Akira is uh, trying to write a polite decline, decline, polite declination, <laughs> declination, <laughs> politely detonated. Yes. And he's trying to write something for to politely decline. So uh, I forgot that I would re- remove strife from looking at that, but I'm probably gaining strife by helping Akira Due to my imp- my perfectionism, <laughs> so I gain a void point for that. Uh, now, it would have to be something to do with the books, so probably something to do with you putting the book away uh, and returning home. That would politely decline and say, and 
that should she should get the implication that you that you are a happily married man. Uh, <sighs> hmm. So, Chris, do you want us to make a roll for this? See if we successfully. Yes, this is going to be a composition roll. So this, so you get a skill die, Katsuki, because you're the one doing it. Okay, so she would recognize my handwriting in a moment. So I do not have composition, so I get a skill die, and that would be. Um, uh, let's see. I don't think it would be air. Um. Good. I'm leaning towards fire. Yeah, that's what I was leaning towards too. I don't know where I thought as well. Because you're not refining, you're not restoring, you're inventing a poem. So yeah, this would definitely be fire. Oh, oh. the opportunities one strife. So uh, uh, I'm not all right. We just started the Dragon Phoenix War. Yeah. <laughs> Are you keeping the one with strife at all, or just the two? opportunities Uh, i'm pulling this up i'll keep the two opportunities all right what do you want to do with those two opportunities i'm pulling this up right now okay i had it on the fifth edition could do i realize this is not good enough and toss it and try and make another (laughs) that is an opportunity that's a one opportunity spend yeah i i can let you re-roll it with by using your opportunities okay so let's see what we get here that's better. Better. But it also you're supposed to know the easiest approach. Like, yeah, if you fail, determine the easiest way to accomplish the task you're attempting. But I don't see any. I, you're you're basically doing what would be the easiest approach. Yeah. Up, toss it and uh, try again. Go ahead and add another skill die. God, he just wants this. D1 wants to give us opportunities for some reason. I know. Hmm. Huh. Okay, use the opportunity to say that it's a good base and then re-roll again using air to refine. Well, wouldn't the best way to do it is have Sojapo write it, mimicking your handwriting style? No, I have a better idea. I, I will recite, I will compose the poem, and he will refine it. There we go. Is, is that okay, Chris? It sounds like As I take to probably another three... I think I'm actually count. Let's see, what am I at right now? I got a count. I'm at okay. So I am basically because he's failing. I am taking three strife because of my perfectionism talent. I am basically almost over composure. I am at my limit as I try and take over. <laughs> so this is oops, too many whites. There we are. And then, then now that. Okay, so uh, I'm going to keep the t- What's the TN on this? Two. So I'll keep the two successes and the opportunity and not take any strife. All right, what do you want to do with that opportunity? Uh, I used fire. No, okay. I'm not going to I'm not going to keep that opportunity. Never mind. I, there's nothing in fire that really want I want. All right. Um I could say, you know, you with how impassioned your rec- recitation was, it <laughs> emblazons uh Tsuki Akira and so he can get a skill die because he's so encouraged. There we go. Yeah, that's a two opportunity spend though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause if I failed I could do that. But that's that's literally a two opportunity spend right here. I'm looking at it right now. So that's I mean GM fiat we could do that, but it's the it, you know what? Uh 
Yago hasn't had enough drama in this. Maybe, maybe with that, she realizes uh, I'm going to inflame her. Uh, I know she's not in the scene, but this, she's being affected by it when she reads this. She realizes that Yogo and blames Yogo for this and not uh, Katsuki Akira. So she doesn't hold any ill will to Katsuki Akira. She holds ill will to Yogo. All right. She probably already doesn't like me anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> She's even noticed you. Yeah. All right. Go ahead and roll for Katsuki to write this down. Okay. So just three black, correct? Yeah, sadly. Okay. Oops, you forgot the R. Oh, come on. <laughs> okay. I think I have one void point, so I'm going to re-roll it. Yeah. Oh, there we go. A lot of strife, though. All right. So you write it down really well, but it's just very taxing on you. Yeah. The whole situation is stressful. Uh, Yogo's attitude is very stressful for you. There's just a lot of stress in general. What would you like to do with that one opportunity? Let me, I can pull it up here. Uh, uh, you could add the resplendent or subtle quality to the item. I would recommend subtle. So it just. Yeah. Okay. Go subtle. Yeah. So it's like, it doesn't look like a fancy letter and it makes it to her without attracting any attention. Yeah. All right. Do you want to read what you guys have written? Okay, write down end of the story. The scrolls are then reshelved and readers head home. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You get that sent off, and we will just have to see what the fallout is. <laughs> Hopefully, that's polite enough and say thank you, but no. Uh, thanks, but no thanks. Yes. I appreciate the gesture. But no, thanks. And Guru has gone a totally different direction with what he thinks it is. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of wondering if she would grab the letter and uh, like uh, this is a, not a threat. This is a request for a one night stand. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they brought the letter with them outside. Yes, that might happen. Yeah, I think that should have happened anyways. That would have been funny, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, he probably just set it down because it's to him. Yeah, it's a threat. He wants to protect her. Yes, he knows she doesn't need him to protect her, but he will protect her anyways. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's Guru. It's his nature. Yeah. Yeah. He protects his friends no matter how competent they are. So instead of uh, Yoko also will unmask and get kind of blazingly intoxicated tonight. Yeah. Here, you've earned this. It's at, uh, it's I don't think I have earned it, but you bottle had, of sake. <laughs> you've had a long day. You've put up with my clumsy attempts at a haiku. Relax. I'll watch Yeah, and I think at some point he, you, like, you fall asleep and I, I'm disappeared and I probably wake up in a uh, Oh, I don't know the layout of uh, Cute and Cooney too much. Um, Guru, do you think there would be like a, I probably am found early in the morning by one of the servants who's like gently prodding me on the table, surrounded by bottles in the, the dining hall. So at this point, like you're probably surrounded also or you're surrounded by bottles and probably some uh, um, not Cooney, uh, Hita. Yeah, <laughs> this is the pregame for the 
if the heat like to drink. Oh, yeah. I probably wind up with some of the heat and we have fun and la 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 and fade to black at this point. But yeah, I need to unmask. <laughs> yeah. So basically, I just make a spec drunken spectacle of myself that will go down in the legends of uh, cute and Cooney. So you're you're actually going to get an increase in your glory rank, but you're mm-hmm. going to take a hit in your honor. So I lose an honor rank and gain a glory rank. Yes. Basically. No, I'm sorry. No, uh, my rank in. That's what I meant. Okay. Yeah. It's too much. Man, that scorpion can drink. They will be singing the tale of the drunken scorpion. Uh, and as you know, as you probably uh, would uh, figure out, uh, probably would suspect, uh, a couple of decades, uh, that story will probably morph as to uh, Sojabo himself coming down to party with the um, with the crap with the Hina. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's not a lie. No. Not not a lie. Sojabo came and partied with the crab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's not going to take a few decades for it to morph into that. The crab are going to lie. It's like, hey, yeah. 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 Came down. Yeah. It, it probably already started. Like, a great Tengu was here. Yes, he had the longest nose, red face, and he drank us all under the table. It was amazing. Then the room was like, no, that was just Soja Bow. <laughs> yeah, that was Soja Bow. Yes, he did drink <laughs> on the table. Yeah. <laughs> what is uh, Katsuki Akira doing while uh, everybody's off doing their own thing? He's he's going to stay and he'll probably write a letter to his wife and then uh, turn in for the night. Splinters of Jade is a work of fiction and is not affiliated with Edge Entertainment, Fantasy Flight Games, or Esmond International. Music is used with permission from Darren Curtis. More of his music can be found on SoundCloud, Bandcamp, or his website, darrencurtismusic.com. Our logo was designed by Nix Animalia. More of her art can be found on Etsy, recording, editing, and sound design is by Bren Thorson. Story is conceived by Chris Garvey. You can follow us on Twitter at at SodgePodgeRPG, Facebook at Facebook.com backslash SodgePodRPG, and SodgePodRPG.Podbean.com. You can message us at SodgePodRPG at gmail.com. Please leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, or your podcast player of choice. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you can't grasp J-Strike it, grasp it with Earth.